Sup guys, I didn't forget about you. I know it's been about a month since I recorded the last last episode, so I'm back on it. Um, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and a great holiday. I hope you guys are safe and healthy as long as your families, but I'm back. If you're new here, welcome. If you guys are new and you guys haven't subscribed to the show on Apple and Spotify podcast, after listening to today's episode, go ahead and leave a rating on the episode and also leave a rating on the overall show both on spotify and apple podcast means a ton it helps out a lot so it'll take two seconds just for you to type a nice message of what you thought of the episode or what you thought of the show be greatly appreciated if you take some time in doing that the only thing that matters is how you start your year and how you end your year so trying to end this year off strong i got a couple more people want to get these last couple episodes in before the year ends. I want to finish the year off strong by chopping it up and talking it up with these people and getting their viewpoints on certain things. So Jay currently attends Washington State University with a double major in finance and political science with also trying to get an opportunity walking on their school's uh, wrestling team. So we talk about his journey with wrestling, his highs and lows, what it takes mentally to be a wrestler. Just a a great talk. I think you guys will get a lot out of this one. Hope you guys stay till the end because there's throughout the whole thing, even towards the end, there's a lot of valuable information that not only I learned, but I think that you guys will take a lot out of. So please listen to the end. Once again, subscribe to the show on Apple and Spotify podcast. Appreciate you guys listening into this one and listening to prior podcast episodes. So yeah, so this is this episode with uh, with Jay. Now listening to the Tim Hofacker Show. So welcome, Jay. Appreciate you taking the time out of your day to uh, chop it up with me. So so welcome. Thank you for having me, bro. Thank you for having me. Of course. So we're just gonna get right into it, right with the questions. If you guys don't know who Jay is, he is. Me and Jay went to the same high school. You're a grade above me. So you were a sophomore? Yeah. Yeah. And so then I came in and then you were a sophomore. Yeah. So we went to the same high school. The first time I think I met you was at when you came to uh, one of the games. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you go to Miles's party? I think. Oh, you're right. Yeah. 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 That's how we met. Uh, So we met. Yeah. We met before that. And I was talking junk to you saying you're not even good at basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. That party was mad fun. But um it was. and then y'all were fighting outside with the uh <laughs> the packs. <laughs> I didn't want any part of that. I don't know what you guys were doing. Hey, shout out to Gabe Dada. I still want my ones. You heard it here first. <laughs> the first question I got for you, Jay, is uh how'd you get into wrestling? At what age oh. and what was a moment that you realized you wanted to uh, get started into it. So, uh, sixth grade year, um, my, actually my counselor, he was, um, his name is Dean with, and, uh, he was, he was just looking for wrestlers to get on the team. And he saw me, I was like a little short chubby kid or whatever. And, um, I'm still short, but it's, it's fine. But, uh, yeah, he was like, Hey, you, you look like you'd be good at wrestling. How about you come um, do this? And in wrestling, he basically told me what it consists of and everything. And uh, yeah, he 
he basically put me on the track to where I am now. He was a good mentor, a good coach. Uh, he was actually, uh, and he was trying to get me, he was trying to basically like, basically, um, get me to live with him. So basically adopt me to, um, right. just train so for wrestling. Yeah. 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 So he's a really nice guy. Like he's taught me a lot. Like he's, he's actually like one of the most successful people I know as a, um, he owns like a few houses down in Washington and Seattle and a, uh, he owns a few boats and he just, he basically invests and flips stuff. And like, he's like a millionaire now. So he's like one of the most, wow. um, so yeah, successful people I know. And he's like 70 right now. So he's pretty old. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. Bro. So you haven't since, uh, the middle school days, you haven't talked to him or seen him around. No, actually he followed me all the way up to high school because, um, that's I'm his, I was, I was his protege. <laughs> and so uh yeah he wanted me to uh wrestle at um shout out to coach barnes but he wanted me to uh wrestle at they both wanted me to wrestle at oklahoma because okay. they thought i could be uh better and make it to the nationals but um right i moved to florida so that's what happened the middle school where were you state-wise were you in washington yeah i was in i was in seattle um, okay. That was my first year. That was actually my first year there. Sixth grade was my first year in Seattle. Yeah, and so, I played football over there, so it was that's that's why they knew me too. Oh, I forget. So what uh, did you play in high school? Uh, I actually did play uh, ninth grade, and then I played a I played a part of a year in um, Washington at J uh, yeah at the JV level. Okay. Now, what uh, what position did you play in football? Um, wide receiver, so a slot wide receiver, and I was a safety. Wrestling, you were just used to the contact and the physicality, yeah. and so you, yeah, bro, you know it was, it. it's kind of different actually. Like, so wrestling is a lot more like one on one, and then you know you got football team, and like mm -hmm. it's like it's just basically you and another person on the mat. So like how I envisioned it, like it's basically me against myself on the mat. Like, okay. I, like all my opponents have been like, um, faces of me. And so it's basically like, you're like, you're wrestling yourself. Like, and that's in life too. Like, to be honest. Um, yeah. It's just you, you, like the only person stopping you from being the best you can be is you. So mm -hmm. it's a mentality. I fuck with that. Amen to that. So I can see how you're a slot receiver because you just, it's kind of want one on one to get open. But and I didn't know that until now that, that you played a uh, football. I played and then I, I came here and that was actually when I um, stopped playing and I just stuck with wrestling. So when you moved to, uh, to Florida, is that when you took it like really seriously? Yeah, bro. When I took it really seriously in Florida because um, at that time I was ranked number 12th in florida uh for the whole, I, I was 120 bro like no cap i was 120 um and i was about five three maybe okay uh, um junior year that was junior year and uh, junior year of high school you were 120 pounds yeah bro 120 oh you're lying three. how how much <laughs> do you weigh now Bro, I'm 150 and I'm like five six. See, it doesn't matter how much you, how tall you are, or how much you weigh. It's all about your heart. For real, it really is. So to kind of backtrack a little bit, um, did you have when you were younger, or let's say middle school, when they told you to 
they were interested in you and you they thought you were going to be good at wrestling did you after they told you that did you pick up and start watching other people like on tv or do you have a favorite uh wrestler growing up yeah so um yeah jordan burroughs um yeah he he's my uh he was my inspiration so um a lot of people don't know him jordan burroughs uh he was basically like one of the great he's the greatest if not the greatest wrestler of all time right and um he just he was just a killer bro he had that killer mindset he was strong he wasn't he wasn't tall which was like honestly it resonated with me like he's like maybe my height maybe a little bit taller which is all good right. but uh he's like um 45 uh kg that's like um he was about 160 he's probably 160 right now and uh hold up run that back what do you mean by 45 kg so it's it's different um in wrestling uh when you get to the national level they don't go by the american weight scale they go by um metric weight scale and so they basically yeah it's just international so basically jordan burroughs wrestled internationally and he was okay. been a beast ever since so gotcha all right i just wasn't sure but continue yeah i got you um but yeah and then so he he really like taught me like a lot like what he like what he would do and how to like just be strong because i had to overcome like the fear of like having somebody on your chest basically so like i get anxiety or whatever i had to overcome that fear because like Okay. There's a lot of fears in wrestling that you're gonna have to deal with. Like, oh, I bet a lot of a lot of people get their um, Achilles um, torn. Like, that's a new one that's been coming out. Um, concussions, uh, broken arms, broken legs, all that type of stuff. Basically, wrestling is mis or mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. What I, also what I did was was jujitsu. And so, shout out to Jacob Seibert. Yeah, he taught he he. he kind of taught me uh some jujitsu and that's basically just submissions bro like it's just um a lot what of you mean by that um a lot of what you see in the ufc is what they use jujitsu taekwondo like K- K- um khabib and um conor mcgregor they use a lot of those um techniques you added a lot to your arsenal then yeah i had i had, I had to get in my bag a little bit a little so bit. to say <laughs> So, all right. So you looked up to him and mm-hmm. kind of go down the line. What um, kind of moves did you add to your bag? Not only from just watching him, but um, I guess you could say other people that he competed against or even um, people that you faced against, um, whether that's in middle school or high school. Um, mm-hmm. What is what have those moves taught you or? how to improve yourself as a wrestler, whatever so those people um, taught you. Practice is repetition. So my moves um, consisted of just to put it in non-wrestling terms, uh, like a tackle, like you pick someone up, you want to put them on their head, but you at the same time, you don't want to put them on their head because that's a DQ. Take somebody down is what right. we call it. It's called the takedown, uh, double leg takedown. And that was Jordan Burrow's um, favorite move. And it's uh, it was mine, too, because nobody can stop that once you get in um, that position. Yeah, you're you're basically in full range to control the guy and 
move him how you will. You feel me? So it's like mm-hmm. you basically have an advantage. Yeah, and I, and that took me all the way. That move actually took me all the way to uh, states. My um, sophomore year, it was so bad. So you mean? Yeah, performance wise, it was wow. just bad. Like, was there it was just, so. Would you say it's just nerves, or was it just the skill of the other the other dude? No, it was it was for sure nerves. So yeah. Um, the, so we have a dome in Seattle, it's called the uh, Tacoma dome. It was more than about 10,000 people there. And it was just, it's just crazy because like you see, because there's kids from different schools, um, different regions, different districts, whatever. And, and you just see all those people and you're like stuck under the spotlight for the first time. Right. And that first time I threw up like that, like I threw, I went to the trash can. I threw up actually my mentor. He was right there with me. Um, uh, with Mr. Dean with, he, uh, he was right there, saw me throw up and then just talked to me. He was like, even if, even if this year you don't, um, you don't make it, you can always make it back because of how good you are. And he just kept on pressuring me and uh i would say like because of the nerves it got to me like that got to my head and i just didn't mm-hmm. perform as good as i was supposed to right so. but you learn i mean you learn from it so yeah now after that experience um did that change your mindset not only going into big matches but just even matches that not a lot of people are at like did that change your mentality of and your approach yeah, it basically told me to shut everybody out because mm-hmm. it, at the end of the day, it's you're the only man that's going to be out there. And basically in life, you're the only man that's going to stop you from doing something to be great. You feel me? Right. Um, after at uh, States. Yeah, ever, yeah. I'm hoping you, of course, made it back, right? Um, Actually, I didn't. So uh, which was which was um, which was a mistake on my part, because. So my junior year, which was when I was ranked, uh, like 17th, right. Uh, um, one twenty, I actually, a kid knocked me out during the, uh, match. So we were in the last seconds, we were overtime. It was, mm-hmm. I was ranked 17th. This kid was probably ranked number 10 and we were, it was an even match. We went all the way to overtime right? and it was like one point on the line. And he, uh, at the end, he like, he like flung his head back and hit me in the jaw. And when you're tired that bad, yeah, you anything can get to you, like anything. Like, and I was just uh, knocked unconscious for a couple of seconds, and then I had to get back up and wrestle, of course. But that was the end of my season because the uh, trainer told me I was done. Damn, I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Have there been matches besides the one where you're going against number ten that you've? What's the max number of overtimes that you can you can go into? Bro, you can go into as many overtimes as it takes to uh, win. Um, going into first overtime, it's a minute. Going into second overtime, 30 seconds. Third overtime, 30 seconds. Fourth overtime, a minute. That you, you can go as long as it's needed to win. And right. especially especially if you're ranked against someone, it's it's even that much harder. Basically, we're trying to break down our body to the point like we're we're dog tired and we can't stand anymore. Like Right. So what is your when you get into those moments of fatigue, what do you put your mind through to still try to maintain strength to take the other dude down? When you get in those uh get in those situations, there is a ton of doubt that comes to your head actually. It's like mm-hmm. 
it's like, bro, you should just give up, bro. Like, just let this man win. Just like do it every, and that's, and that's regular. Like mm-hmm. it was regular, whatever you're going through, whatever people are going through, there's always going to be doubt. But, um, during like a match like that, I was like, I can't, I can't stop. Like, I like at the point where like, where you just like, let you let your body do the rest. You just shut off your brain and you just let, I, I just let my instincts go. It just brings another person out of you. It, it, it really shows like who has work ethic and who just wants to, you know, quit and give up at the end of the day. It's just, you're battling your mind um, through those points. Like run your dog tired. And- right. And you saying to yourself, I know I put in these hours. I'm not finna let somebody else ruin this moment for me. Yeah, just like just like Kobe, like he said, he put in so many hours in the gym, and like he's he's another big inspiration. Like mm. him, like like it hurt it hurt me and it hurt my family because we always looked up to Kobe. That Mamba mentality is real. When you put in that um, when you put in that those hours, the long hours in the gym, the long sweat, the long hurt, and just yep. the just hours that you could in your pain. Yeah, the hours you could get to like go to college and have fun, like or or go to high school and have fun, like most kids do. You sacrifice all that just for like one moment, one shot. I love how you compare that to basketball because it's the same thing with hooping. Um, you know, you could go into these these games where it's a big crowd and physically and mentally you're fatigued, and because when you're that tired, it just comes down to, um, you know, like you said, like just having the confidence in with yourself and it'll just flow like mm-hmm. basketball, your game will just, you won't even, it'll come to the point where you don't even think. And then when you look back, you're like, Holy shit, I really just did that. <laughs> For real. To go back to with you mentioning Kobe besides Kobe's, who has been your uh, biggest mentors and people that you've looked up to um, through the years? Well, uh, as I mentioned, dealing with him, coach Barnes, Kobe, of course, um, <laughs> And my and a shout out to my mom. Like without her, none of none of what I have, none of none of who I would be today would reflect out in this world if it wasn't for her, for real. Because she um she she was always in my corner. So that's that's my uh and that's also one of my goals. It's to put my mom in a better house, put my dad in a better house. You feel me? And just just show my family like what I can do besides, um, along with wrestling and being, um, a, a student athlete. Yeah. I respect that. I respect that a lot. There's been times where I've wanted to quit. I bet you've had your, had your moments where you just wanted to give up, um, mm-hmm. your parents, they uplift you and get you through those moments. And so would you say that what was it double overtime? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would you say that was your toughest match? Uh, that one and my senior, um, my senior night match, um, um, my boy Alex from um, Ponte Vedra, um, shout out to him. He uh, really pushed me that day. Um, I, that was a different side of me that I've never witnessed, even myself, because um, he beat me bad the first match I wrestled him. He he basically skunked me. He he gave me that big donut hole at the end Damn. of the day. Was that and so? Was that um, was that years prior or was that no? That was actually. That was actually um literally like last year, like the, like around this time last year. Uh okay, so earlier in the season. Yeah, so early in the season. 
still in the middle of training, didn't didn't get a lot of wrestling good looks in, mm. and didn't get a lot of matches that um should have got me to that point. But um, right, he beat me, and I just had to come back stronger. And he still, I felt like I was cheated out the last match we wrestled, but uh. <laughs> It it is what it is. The refs he might have saw something I didn't, but um, at the end of the day, I don't think it should have been that way. Brag about yourself a little bit. So, what is Jay's go to move or tactic when he enters the mat? When I enter the mat, bro, I have before the match even starts. So, what I do before the match even starts, I put on some um young boy, yeah, young boy slander, you know, all of that. Talking right. about some um. But he uh, really gets me in the he like he gets me in the mood to like you know go go out and do something you feel me do whatever I need to do and get it handled and then and then just come back and just you know start feeling myself like <laughs> right like real talk so singing his lyrics where I start rapping his lyrics he he was a major um, motivator to start and then when I get out there. Like, I don't, it's no words at that point. It's no words. I, I say what's up to him. I say what's up to the ref. And it's no words from there, mm. from then on out. And it's just like, you, you're not, we're not cool on the mat no more. Like, you, you, my right. opponent. Like, all that is out of my head. Mm. So, young boy. And, um, and, you know, I'm a big trash talker. So, you know, I talk, yeah, yeah I talk, I talk my talk. And then I've, I got to prove it. You feel me? Because people don't, People don't want to see you talk and then not prove it. That is where um you gotta show what you're capable of and you gotta back up that talk. You know, like like Kobe, like I said, Kobe was my mentor. He talked this trash, but guess what? When that time had to come, there was no games, no gimmicks. So you listen to young boy. Is there anything else that you do mentally to prepare before a match? Get you ready mentally. So we have weigh-ins, right? And weigh-ins, you see who you're, um, just like the UFC, you see who you're fighting. And it's like, it's like a little face-off, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. you, you look at him, he looks at you, you see what you guys weigh. You guys weigh around the same, where the weight class is, then you're good. Right. And um, what I like to do, I like to, you know, I like to, you know, walk on and then see my weight. And then, you know, flex on him a little bit because you, you got to. You got to get in his head a little bit. Yeah, you got to. You got to start the match before it actually starts mentally it's a mental battle so 90 percent of wrestling is mental the 10 percent or the five percent comes from uh luck and then the other five percent comes from um physicality Mm. and your technique so talking about your bag of moves do you have do you have a go-to a go-to, yeah, a little, a little double leg and a little single leg, just, just taking them down. Really, <laughs> that's, that's, I, I'm strong, so basically, I, I lift all the time. I, you know, I put in the work, and I'm just stronger than half the people or most of the people that's in my weight class. So then, to go for this next question, I know for me, um, before every game. I know the superstition of like, I know for baseball, there's a superstition like um, before every game, you never change. So if you won last game, you don't change the socks because it's like good luck socks. Um, I had some superstitions when I played, but for wrestling, for you personally, do you have any superstitions? Are you a superstitious guy? My superstition is if I don't go to sleep early the day before, Mm. then I'm going to lose. And... um, if I do go to sleep and I and that's all I think, 
Right. Then and then during the school day, all I do, I don't even pay attention to class. I just I'm, me. In, I'm in class. I'm, I'm in class just thinking about where I'm fin- what I'm finna do, how I'm finna do it, like how I'm finna mm-hmm. set up. And I'm right. I'm just I'm just planning out the match before it starts. That's what you gotta do. That's my superstition. Plan out plan out how the match is gonna go in different scenarios and you be good. I think any athlete is the same way. They just in school just to get by and do you have uh, a mentality towards training sessions? Uh so basically wrestling training sessions is probably if not the hardest training session there is. And um it consists of running about six miles. We call them super laps. So that's, that's where our six miles come from. Then we do right. uh, stadiums. And I, I know a ton of athletes know what that is. Yeah. And then oh. um, we lift after that. Maybe we get some lifting in. Mm-hmm. Then after that, we, uh, we do a little mile, maybe two mile cool down. And then we do a, uh, either a football session a soccer session or a basketball session because like we guys, we still got to get our cardio in, but we got to, you know, work out other mechanics as well because right. those different types of sports, you know, give you different mechanics to work out as well. Yeah. So besides running, you guys get cardio running. All it is, is just lower half. So I see how cardio you get, you work in those other muscle groups. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I never, I never knew that. Damn. I got I guess I got to try one of these sessions. Yes, sir. And they say wrestling is nowhere near, compared to um football practices well wrestling practices it all depends on you like the coach look so for football the coach looks at you and you know like you got to push yourself because you got a team Mm. wrestling is is individual so you got to work you got to be able to work yourself and a lot of people you know they don't like to put in that work in by themselves so right it is what it is but at the end of the day you got to be able to work yourself instead of other people having to work you so you do you would do all that training what was that before school or after school? Uh, so that would be a after school preseason thing. And then right. during the regular season, we hit the uh, mat room for about two hours. An hour would consist of just live wrestling, another uh, another 30 minutes of um, getting your technique down, and then another 30 minutes of live wrestling. So like hour and a half of live wrestling and 30 minutes of getting your techniques down. Hmm. And just to kill it. Let's say how many hours individually by yourself not with the not with the squad that you would put in by yourself by myself but um literally my mentality was cut weight basically and my cut and weight would be around three hours in the or two to three hours in the morning then um in the afternoon go lift for about an hour you know get a little protein shakes in mm-hmm. and um pre-workout in and then um so i say by myself it would take most around four to five hours before practice before the actual practice so like mm. and you only got 24 hours in a day and most of that time you got eight hours to sleep right. give or take mm. and you got school for about what another six another six hours so that's what 14 so a uh, practice was another two hours and so that's 16 or yeah 16 and you right. dedicate another five hours to on top of that to perfecting right. your craft just within yourself yeah yeah i'm mm-hmm. going crazy so so that was in high school though right yeah so now 
so now that we're that you're in college and so talk to me a little bit how how is your daily routine now that you're virtually right you take your classes online and yeah you're not obviously you're not um at the campus and you're not going to practices um yeah physically what what's your daily routine now um, in the year 2020 so my daily routine consists of waking up at around um six to uh seven o'clock in the morning just like always taking care of taking care of my uh dogs and then i fall asleep for another hour wake up at nine we go running me and the dogs we do a little run at the football field um right where i live we do a little running run back and forth run back and forth i come back uh get a little pre-work uh pre-workout in then i start lifting for about an hour after i do that uh lifting then do abs and then um we already got our cardio in school the rest of the day again i go drink a little pro, uh pre-workout go in the gym work out for another hour and then at the end of so like around six to six to nine o'clock at night i'm i make a hoop with some with my brother shout out to um my brother he's sean. se3 sean <laughs> he uh yeah he's he's he'd he be um working me as well he he's my he's my little motivator he getting he he ready to go d1 and I, i'm proud i'm proud to watch his um progression so i go work out with him and we go hoop and then i come back homework has to be done i stay up until around one two three o'clock in the morning doing homework and go to bed and start my routine over again and wake up at six again so i hear a lot of lifting so so do you guys for um wsu do you guys have a season like do you guys know with corona we have a season but we don't know when it's gonna start i think it's gonna start when we get back on campus around uh the february march era or um um time okay. and just um see what that's gonna do then because um there has been a recent number of outbreaks over there but it's yeah. been it's been pretty calm for right now so we're gonna uh we're going to see how that works out. Right. So do you know, um, yeah. do you know other, other dudes on the team? Are they also like spread out around the country? Do you know any? Uh, California has a lot of guys coming in. Washington, of course, Idaho, um, Ohio. There's a lot. It's actually wrestling is a growing sport because, because of the MMA aspect. So this is just like, there's a lot of people like Pennsylvania, like, we have West Coast, East Coast, Midwest, um, right, and just everybody from everywhere trying to come and just get that work in and trying to be the best they can be at the collegiate level. So, so to go on to um, WSU, how did that opportunity come? How did that come up? My mom's friend, uh, husband, actually went to WSU, and okay. he really, he really convinced me because um, me and my boy Quan, shout out to uh, Daquan. Uh, we was about to go to FAMU. We both had like a little, you know, a couple, uh, I had a little scholarship trying to go there and, um, we was going to try to, you know, play some football, but, um, see what it was, you know, maybe walk on, maybe not. Right. But, um, it just changed. He, he went to the military. I went to, uh, I got convinced to go to WSU from my um, mom's friend and he said, 
why don't you go wrestle? I said, all right, I might try it out. And I, I'm probably going to go walk on and then just go see what, see what the, um, see what it's about because, um, yeah, we got many opportunities over there. Right. FAMU. And so obviously F or not FSU, WSU, what other schools mm-hmm. were interested in you? Um, I had one from Michigan. I had, uh, oh, I had an interest. One. Yeah. I had an interest from Michigan. Um, shout out to the Michigan coach. He, uh, he was hitting me up talking about, um, let's see what you're about or, um, and then come walk, see, see what you like about the campus and, uh, we'll chop it up. And, right. um, and then I had one from BYU. They was talking to me, come chop it up. And then, uh, a few, you know, D3, D, uh, two colleges talking to me and seeing what was up. Yeah. I didn't take the opportunities to go there because I wanted to do something different than sports. So I got my uh, scholarship off of academics. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to do academics and my um, dad's um, because he's in the Navy. He right. got me some as well. And so I wanted to be seen as something different than an athlete, but for my um, brains as well. That's what's up. And I mean, this is great for you. I'm super happy. And I heard the news a couple of days ago that you and the fam are moving to Washington. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's, so, a, that's the move. I'm super happy for you guys. Of course I'm hurt a little bit cause you guys are leaving, but I mean, that's, that's great for you because so now you're going to be way closer to the campus. So what, yeah, what's the real. plan with that? Oh, so my plan with the campus. So right now I'm double majoring in, um, finance, shout out to, uh, Kyle. He got me into that. I watched some of his, some of his, uh, you know, some of his talks and I just was like, I got interested through that way through finance and be able to, um, invest in everything. So finance and political sciences, I want to be like a, um, political official basically. So like mm-hmm. my goal is just to become like maybe president of the United States one day, like just to, mm. just to fair. Yeah. That's a big goal, but you got to dream big. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So what's the plan with you guys moving? Do you guys know like a set time that you guys are going to be up there or what's the plan with that? Um, so our set, so my set date is in the January um date. Okay. And I'll be up there, you know, getting my stuff ready, getting be able to go on campus and just enjoy the college life. Still gotta, you know, stay humble though. Right. So are you gonna um do you plan are there classes um physically there? Like are your classes physically there that you would go and attend class there? No, they're they're actually all online, so I could stay home and just um rack up my money. But um I'm deciding to uh just see what the college life is about and then plus I gotta um I might be moving actually out of the um country just for like a year to you know study abroad maybe go to london or whatever i respect that that's a that's a big move that's a money move right there once again i'm happy for you guys um saddened but you know i wish you guys nothing but the best uh on the move and without a doubt i'm gonna keep in touch with both you and sean and your family of course thank you Um, thank you yeah of course all right so I want you to talk to the people a little bit. What would you say the biggest misconception uh, 
is with wrestlers. The aspect of like, they just like to touch other guys just to touch other guys. Right. And that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And there's not, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being gay or anything like that. Believe in um, same sex marriage or whatever and love. Mm -hmm. But um, no, that's, that's, a, that's a terrible misconception is because um, wrestlers actually, I feel like wrestlers, um, you know, they're berserkers. Like they go out and conquer basically they go. And a lot of, um, a lot of times wrestlers, um, don't get, you know, reckon recognition. So you, you may not know who a wrestler was like, there's, right. there's been a ton of people that I've met that have, you know, been millionaire or that are, are, that are millionaires that are, um, making six figure jobs mm -hmm. and they've, and they've, they've actually wrestled, which was kind of crazy to me. Like they, like they say that opportunities come, like just knowing that you're a wrestler, you just know that like your work ethic is there and you just, mm -hmm. you just have that mentality just to get to make that money. But I mean, it's just, you just going out there and competing. That's all it is. Yeah, for real. You're just trying to be the alpha dog in that one. Um, Anybody that's listening out there and they want to take wrestling really serious, no matter the age, if they're, if they're youngins or if they're um, somebody your age or if they're older and they want, to take, they want to take it serious or they want to get into it, do you have any mm -hmm. uh, firsthand advice on helping them out? Uh, just have a good mentality. Like At the end of the day, mental attribute is what's going to help you most in wrestling and um you don't have to be the most you know physically fit person which it, it, it is a huge help to be physically fit but right. at the end of the day you just have to have a good mentality about it be able to you know take um public opinion as well because some people may think that wrestling you know like we were saying the misconceptions like mm -hmm. wrestling is isn't isn't for guys you know stuff like that but it's like you, you got to be able to take all that hate because that that's been a huge um thing in my life was has been hate and just um a lot of stuff because you know i talk and people you know once you talk to people you know they'll get like this um vision in their head like oh he's not that good or whatever he, he talks all this junk but can't back it up right. you just got to be able to take hate and um take criticism and everything and once you do that then you'll be absolutely fine in anything basically in any sport anything those are all the questions that i have for you jay you absolutely killed it do you have anything that you want to say to the people any questions for me uh anything else you want to get off your chest go ahead and um, go ahead and speak this is your floor a few things um being being short isn't isn't um isn't a setback it's your again mentality mm -hmm. being short is in and anything it isn't a setback there are plenty of successful short people there are plenty of people that you know don't have to be tall you know you can't you can do whatever you want at the end of the day oh, yeah. go out go out and achieve go out and get like dream big like it's just been a wild ride being able to um overcome all these doubts all these and they say there's all that yeah, for real. And my question to you, Tim, is starting your own uh, clothing line, your own brand, bro, mm -hmm. like all that. Like, what what is it going to be like? What is your next steps? Where do, what are you? What's in store for the people? You know, with, you know, the clothing brand, I mean, I've always wanted to do it. I've always had a passion to it. And for all the years that I've been playing basketball, I feel like I just never had to 
had the time to do it. So now that I'm not hooping and I've been just trying to occupy my time, I felt like there's no better time than this. So if you guys haven't already checked it out, please do. It's just, I put quotes and sayings on clothing to hope to have somebody else look at it and have a self-reminder by you wearing that, you personally wearing that and them seeing that, it just helps them get through their day if they're having a rough day or if they're going through something, just seeing and reading that on a piece of clothing is so beneficiary. I, I just hope to spread positivity because I feel like in today's day and age, it's just way too negative and me doing my part and doing that and making clothing that has a positive impact. Like I absolutely love the the feel of the clothing and I love, I put a lot of effort into making the sayings and all that stuff. So I'm not yeah. just making it and saying just for the money, right? I'm just, I'm, I'm doing it to help people out, help people get through a rough day or just a reminder to keep trucking and keep going um, with whatever they're doing. That's just really the goal. That's the movement. That's the plan. <laughs> That's what's up. So, you know, you got the YouTube vlogs and everything. How are you going to, you know, expand yourself? Like, how are you going to, you know, get out there? And what are, you fin what are you about to do this day and age? Because during the COVID, you know, it's COVID-19. And yeah, um, well, yeah what's, the, what's the move for the YouTube? What's the move for your Twitch? What's the move for your edits? What's, 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 it, what's in store for that? Um, so... I kind of do uh, YouTube videos, do it for fun, like to just entertain. I mean, and I enjoy, I enjoy editing them and filming them because my thing is when 20 years from now, when I'm out of the house and my entire family is separated, I want to be able to have a thing where I recorded these moments and captured these moments to where they can go back and they can look back on all the good times that we had or that we created or even for myself. And I just want, you know, people to see that and to see growth within myself and um, to be able to just share those moments. And then with the Twitch, I just do that whenever I have uh, free time. It's not hard to just click on your mm -hmm. Xbox to stream. And, you know, I just try to have fun with it, wh whoever I'm playing with, whatever game I'm playing with. And then yeah, with this podcast, I just uh, I just hope to have somebody take a bit or a saying or something from each episode. And I just hope that it impacts them in, in a way and just helps them to get a different perspective on, you know, each person and how each person has a worth. Like I try to incorporate different, different people, helping people to, to become inspired and to uh, become motivated through somebody else's work or somebody else's word. That's just that's just the goal and just taking it one one day at a time and not having a rush with it to just build connections because connections can always just lead to your next job that you never know you'll have. No, that that was a good talk. That was, thank you for letting me top it up with you. Oh, of course. It's always a pleasure talking with you, Jay. Oh, always. oh, one thing, one thing. Yeah. What are um I should have said this earlier. What is your thoughts on I know you're going to like this. The uh, Jake Paul, I know it's not wrestling, but Jake Paul and Nate Robinson joint. Bro, oh my. 
Bro, give me give me in the cage with Jake Paul. No, not even the boxing ring. Give me in the cage with Jake Paul. Give me in the oh. octagon. That was uh that was wild. He really I'm not gonna lie, I was expecting better from Nate Robinson because he's mm-hmm. an athlete and everything. Right. And um for where he grew up, for where he grew up. But at the same time, it's you know, it's different. Boxing is not, you know, your average um go out to the street and you know you start running the ones with somebody now right. boxing is um it's technical and it's a, it was probably a money move by jake paul for real because now he has so much um attention towards him like he can call out whoever he wants mm-hmm. aka he called out conor mcgregor like that's yeah. pretty big and now everybody wants a piece of him because of what he did and you just see like like when you put when you're able to manifest something and you know it's gonna start working. People will start calling you out, and people will start hating on you or whatever, and be like, right. "Oh, you should have did this or that." No, when you you know it's working when you get negative and positive energy at the same time. So mm. it's crazy. It props to I bet you could feel the same thing. Like huge props to Nate Robinson. I mean, to right. go out there and to have all those people watching to go into a ring with Jake Paul that has been doing this for a minute now. He's got yeah balls for doing that. It is what it is. At the end of the day, he got clowned. He's he's he got clowned on for about a week now, and a week and then some. But yeah. you know, now everybody the, forgot I, about him. Yeah, now everybody forgot about it, and now you're yeah. just like walking with your average day. But you know, he's a he's a couple. He's a he's like almost a million dollars richer. You feel me? So it's mm-hmm. just like right. He's yeah. really winning, and that just shows um, the difference between the type of shape you have to be in. Because Nate Robinson. If you guys don't know who he was before this fight, he was he was a bucket. He he played in the NBA for some years, and it just goes to show the type of shape you have to be in. It's a big deal. I feel like Nate was ready, but it just goes to show how how you could have years under your belt and know really what you're doing. Yeah, but I just wanted to get your um, your thoughts on that one. But that's all. I think that's all the time that I got on this one, Jay. Anything else? Thank you. No, nah, thank you. Thank you. Once again, I appreciate you guys uh, listening in. Um, go ahead and follow Jay on Jay. Shout out your uh, socials. Go ahead. Um, so I'm on Instagram, uh, j.lumar, j-a-y dot l-u-m-a-r. And then um, I'm also on Snap with just jlumar, no period. It's just the same thing, just no dot. And yeah. Go follow him on the gram and add him on Snap. A uh, real down-to-earth guy. That's about it. Um, I appreciate, once again, taking the time today. All right. Thank you. All right, bro. I'll catch you later. That's it. I really enjoyed this one with Jay. Um, great guy. Once again, find his socials. And you guys haven't subscribed to the show on Apple and Spotify Podcast. After listening to today's episode, go ahead and leave a rating on the episode and also leave a rating on the overall show both on Spotify and Apple Podcast means a ton. It helps out a lot. So it'll take two seconds just for you to type a nice message of what you thought of the episode or what you thought of the show. Be greatly appreciated if you take some time in doing that.